podcast. This is Unhirable with White Karen and Go To Gay Tommy. Hi. Okay, raise your hand if you have a college degree. Oh, there's only one <laughs> hand up, and it's Fuck my you. sister, Amini Fonua. Fonua, Hello. how do you say your last name? Fonua. Fonua. What is your background? I am half Tongan, half English. What is the first one? Tongan. What how are you half mean? a language? I'm half a language? <laughs> just kidding. Tonga, uh, it's English. in... It's a place, not yeah, just Polynesia. No, I was talking about England. Oh yeah, you're hot. (laughs) (laughs) That's hot. Um, wait. So you're from Tonga? No. Where are you from? I'm from New Zealand. Where's that relative to Tonga? Two hours flight, so it's two hours away. Like east of it. Yeah. Due east, kind of. Yeah, northeast. Northeast. So it's like further south, like closer to like off the east coast of. Australia. Mm-hmm. Literally, I don't know. What's but going it's on. it's New Zealand's closer to Tonga than Australia is. And then, how far is Tonga from like um, Hawaii? Uh, Tonga is a third of the way between Hawaii and New Zealand. Huh. Oh, okay. So it's so, actually really not that far. It's only like a four-hour flight. So you're like mad indigenous. Like, yes. Yeah, like <laughs> two and a half. You're three, mad indig. Two and a half. Less than three to yeah, Hawaii. Very close. No, to from from Auckland to Tonga. From New Zealand to Tonga is less than three hours. So how did you end up by way of Polynesia and New Zealand? Wait, where'd you grow up? What's your deal? What happened? Is that your question? How'd you end up in the United States? Yeah. Why are you here? Wearing <laughs> I, a Texas A&M swimming. Yeah. Oh, I went to college there. Oh, shit. So, What's this accent? Explain yourself. Explain <laughs> so I went to, I born, raised, same suburb, same house, Ponsonby. Auckland, New Zealand. Very beautiful place to grow up. Very multicultural. Very racially diverse. Mm. Uh, great. You consider consider when you say dig, but when you say multicultural, because there. I know <laughs> New Zealand's a bicultural country officially, uh, between the Maori, uh, the indigenous people, mm-hmm. um, and the white people. Mm-hmm. What do you say? Is that is that how people describe the? Yeah. Well. New Zealand's unique in the sense that we make sure Maori people are represented in parliament. Like they're given a certain number, a quota, would you say? Yeah, they're given like five seats out of like 130, which is like proportionate to their percentage in New Zealand, I think. But it's also like, I don't know. Do the Maori have any relationship uh, to the indigenous people on Tonga? No. No relation at all? No. So, when you say that your neighborhood was multicultural, what does that look like in New Zealand? Uh, we had a mosque at the top of the street, and right next door to that were nuns. Oh, it was like church. a lot of religions and shit. Yeah. And what was like, your family? We were Siastonga Tautaina, which is the Free oh, Church damn. of Tonga. <laughs> the Free Church of Tonga is... Like the Free Church of Tonga. So it was Do you like speak the, it? Do you yeah, speak, a, I speak a foreign babble language? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me right now? Is it tonal? Yeah. Very phonetic. We have like not very many letters in the alphabet. Oh, amazing. Did you grow up speaking it or did you have to yeah. like go to school like we we grew up speaking it? So the church that we went to for Free Church of Tonga, Siastonga Todaina, 
was all in Tongan. So Sunday school was all in Tongan. All of the sermons were in Tongan. Um, yeah. Okay, all so like, like what's the number one best thing? thing about Tonga? You have to limit it to one. You're selling it to an international audience. The people. I really do. Hate they the all people. look like you because that is I'm sold. No. Are they a fuckable no, we have, people? We are, I think, officially the most obese nation in the country. Really? Yeah. You're, it's you're, big, like, <laughs> sumo wrestler-sized guys with, oh, like, like gorgeous like, tattoos. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh... But do you have like any rugby tattoos? Players, rugby players. We got a lot of really good, Oof. talented, amazing rugby players. Oh, my God. I would literally be like, coming everywhere if I went to this island. Oh. Fat rugby players? <laughs> What's the gay culture like? On, I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Polynesian. Yeah. <laughs> and obese. Obese? <laughs> Mostly obese. Gonna need some obese. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, but you're not obese. No. You're the opposite of a beast. You're, you're the, a literal um, fucking Olympian. You're an Olympian. You beat Michael Phelps at the Olympics. Are no, you shitting me right now? <laughs> Do you sell your sperm? <laughs> slash would you start? <laughs> no, but you are a literal Olympian. Yeah. Twice. Twice. No big fucking deal. Have you medaled? No. No big fucking deal. No. Okay. And what's your sport? Swimming. Obviously. What's your event? You just screamed Phelps at me. (laughs) (laughs) I swim breaststroke. Okay, Michael Phelps. All right, ready, ready, ready. Fuck, marry, (laughs) kill. (laughs) It's so good to get in and out. Okay. Greg Luganis. Obviously. Mm -hmm. He's not a swimmer, but whatever. He goes into the water. Uh Um, Kind of seal man. Ryan Lochte. Ob. Michael Phelps. Okay. You're both looking at me like I go first. You do go first. You're the I guest. Go first. This is a Always a tailored question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nobody gives a shit tailored. what we would say. Those were literally the only three American swimmer people that I could remember off the top <laughs> of my head. That's why I named them all. Yeah, no, and, <laughs> like and the gay one, and then the other two. Right. <laughs> I think uh, Mary shoot fuck. In that order, probably. Marry, fuck, kill, yeah. So, wait, so who would you marry? I would marry Greg Luganis. He's a legend. Course, I'd shoot Lochte. Obviously. Obviously, he's expendable. He's a shame. Yeah, yeah, of course, because you know it's bad. The obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell from you those fucking dolphin You know he gets it with that dolphin clippers. fucking body. <laughs> <laughs> Just get all smooth with, yeah, yeah, it would be um, a smooth good time. He's like, a, he's like a dolphin, like, you know, the trainers have to jerk them off because it's just like yeah, a, yeah, like, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. medically necessary <laughs> for it's, those. They've invested too much. Yeah, it's true. It's too late now to not jerk him off in the water. It's your humanitarian <laughs> duty. Have you ever jerked off Michael Phelps in the water? No. Wow. no. So that's a hard yes. But I have swum next to him in the water. Is that intimate? Okay, what is that like? Yeah. Um, uh bizarre he's huge mm. like just I remember long just, like long he's a massive human being uh and i was just swimming and i don't know everyone low-key checks everybody out in the pool mm. or like in and around are you aware of how fucking fast that guy is when you're swimming next to him or are you just he was warming down so he was just going like the slowest pace just like recovering after a race but it, it wasn't until I think I like hang hung by the wall and I was like, I'm going to see him flip turn. I'm going to see who that is. And when he flip turned and I like, I think he stopped and looked at me and I looked directly at him. And I was like, Oh, it's Phelps. And then he just pushed off and I was like, okay, that, that explains what that like mammoth of a Seal human man, was. Yeah. yeah. But he's like, his, 
it's like he's like a tree sideways. I just came. I can't even <laughs> stop. I'm <just> like, <laughs> I checked out a few minutes ago, and I've just like imagined that dolphin going through the water, coming toward my body. You know, it's crazy. I really struggled to come, but and that I just came right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thank you. Are you gay or straight? I'm gay. Obviously. What am I, am I retarded? Well, you didn't obviously read the gorgeous article I sent you about Omni shutting one. down <laughs> yeah, when you were in Rio. Mm. Um, the the gay hater. <laughs> who was it? It was a gay guy, wasn't who it? Who gay hated you? No. No, no. It wasn't really gay. Ha- it was Are just a bizarre situation. Yeah. It was an outing. Yeah. What do you mean? Basically. Of sorts. Of um, sorts. Who did it? An first article. Of all. An article ran. An article ran on the Daily Beast. Uh, and you know how every four years, every Olympics, there's some article talking about how many condoms were distributed at the Olympics this year, right? There's always something about athletes and sex at the Olympics. Because all anyone wants to do is picture all of you guys fucking. Why do you think anybody right. watches the Olympics? Ever, <laughs> you get a real sense of how somebody's body's gonna move. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's amazing. You yeah. just picture him. You you just like it's a series of like um you know those binoculars and you flip through pictures when you're a kid. <laughs> it's like that, but for fucking. Right. Like I imagine getting fucked by Michael Phelps is just like him doing like the butterfly on top of my body <laughs> repeatedly. For any any one of us, <laughs> not you. <laughs> if we did it, it would look like we were doing the worm on someone. <laughs> it would be like such a me too. <laughs> oh wow! How long did we go until we mentioned me too? I think Literally this might be a record. A Nine minutes and thirty-five Good seconds. Good job, That's guys. Wild. We do. We are really glib. Yeah, uh, we disrespect uh, uh, lots of social justice movements. But we're bad for society as a whole. No, but it's. I think going back to Six in the Village. Mm. It sounds like the rap track or something. Mm. Sex in the Village. Um, so tell us about Rio. Th- what happened with this Beast article? Basically, yeah. Well, everyone's interested mm. about this particular topic, and I think they just kind of wanted to up the, an- <laughs> up the ante. I and don't understand what happened. So what though? was the article the about? Well, he was... I think the... Gosh, I can't... The headline was something of... Uh, I can't remember the headline. But what I do remember was he was describing of sorts uh, athletes in great detail, what countries they were from, Mm. what sports they were doing, um, to the point where it was quite easy to pinpoint who was who and from where. Mm -hmm. To which it was like, well, if all you needed to Google was, you know, the track star from this country, and then you would Google and be like, oh... So it was like it was quite easy to fit out and see who who was and wasn't out. So he was the he title was of the people. article was called uh, "The Other Olympic Sport in Rio: Colon what? Swiping." <gasps> oh, I remember that article. So I don't think he could get dates on Tinder. Am I right? Like he couldn't get a date on Tinder. He couldn't get dates elsewhere, but he could get dates on Grinder, mm. and that was the focus point. And it was brief. The whole point of it was about the dating scene in the Olympics. But it was kind of like a... Br- he, he was sort of bragging about how he had scored or managed to sort of have three mm. dates or hook up three dates. And then he was like, I wasn't misleading anybody. I was telling them that I was straight. I was telling them I was white and a male and a journalist. Um, you know, this is the problem with like social media. 
People should just be able to have the sex that they're going to have and then describe it to the world if and however they want to. Like, there shouldn't be these real-time stories about athletes fucking because athletes should be fucking. It's like part of the package. It's like very Greek. It's ancient Greek. Like... Also, Everyone fucked before. That, people do people abstain. think that they're not fucked? Oh, do they? People abstain. Yeah, that's what I think it is. Like is, saints. Is added to it. Yeah, oh. swimmers, swimmers abstain from sex mm. for... Not Michael some, Phelps, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> but they know they abstain. So, so you have people in the f- like peak physical form of their life yeah. abstaining from sex for a little bit yeah. to do their sport at the best of their ability. Well, jizz is very buoyant. It holds you up <laughs> when it's inside your body. <laughs> so that's just science. Yeah, yeah. But no, it's I'm sold. I don't know. I'm I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> Yeah. It's not hot though. What's I think, not hot? I don't think sex in the village is hot. Uh, what do you mean? <gasps> Unhireable exclusive. Ooh, Wait, what do you mean? Not what do you mean from what's sex experience? in the village like? <laughs> what's the sex in the village like? Why is it not hot? And you're because Completely. chances are like, you're, you've got a roommate. They like, can get in on it. <laughs> but there's a lot of scheduling, like tagging. T- like, I'm sh- yeah. Everyone's working. Everyone's working. Everyone's got I mean, things going in and out. That's so hot. But no, I, I think you should have to imagine. Going like, in the and the out Olympic, of what? Their the, Olympic village, the Olympic village is almost like summer camp. So Which is like, why I think like not, just must be not, not hot, <laughs> not, not hot in the way of like comfort. I don't know. Maybe as you get older, you just get Isn't a little picky, naughty? you know, like I want a little mood lighting. So I want a little, I want a little wine. And there's something that's exclusive music. about it. It's like, you know, most people like can't do this. So let's they fucking built do this, it. They built this building for us and we're about to be naughty get it. in it. Yeah. You, you, you that's your it. duty. Because you know what's going to happen to that building? It's literally going to become like one of the like the the cover picture on one of those stories of like abandoned Olympic villages. Because Rio was fucking mental. Right. There was a lot going on in Rio. Did you get any lot. diarrhea from any of the water? Because I know that clean diarrhea, water was an issue. As they called it. They were talking no. about <laughs> like not getting water. Are you kidding? I was an happened. athlete. We were treated like prince and princesses. Like bottled water. At our disposal at all hours, whenever Served we wanted. On also, at those Olympics, there was your uh, country, your teammate, who would like was who was trying to qualify for Winter Olympics. Yeah, Peter Tafato Four. With who took that like, viral baby viral, viral with your name on viral. it. Viral. A lot of it had your name on it. What People misid. I saw your name misidentified as that guy. Oh. Um, on something what did he do there were times when people in rio did actually think that i was him there was a time when i was going to a rugby sevens game uh, new zealand versus australia of women's wanted to see the final because i wanted new zealand to win obviously and uh, some woman stopped me and was like pita and i was like no 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 no, it's not me she's like oh photo pita i'm like no 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 not me and then physio who's this australian check allison was like just take a photo with her just appease her keep her quiet but okay, um, his not name is Peter Nicholas. Not, how do you say his name? Not Taufu to be confused. How do you say that? Foa. Taufata Foa. Taufata Foa. Yeah. In in Tonga, so we call him a nickname Pito Lolo. Lolo means oil. That's him. 
Oil? Oil. Is that why his body is so oily? Oil. Oh, he's got coconut oil on. Well, in the oh, in the opening Which, ceremonies that he walked in in that, uh, what do you call the you skirt that he's wearing? Gotta be kidding. So let me tell you a little bit about Tongan culture. Tell okay. me. Uh, women wear that in a thing called a daolunga, which is a dance that they do. And you, you only wear oil on your body if you're a virgin. So after a certain He's a virgin? Age, He's a virgin? See, I don't know. That, I don't know. I've all, I don't know. I, I mean, don't know that. I don't, I don't know the answer. You only wear white on your wedding day if you're a virgin. You know what I, I mean? Know. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that question. No, but he's I, not. That is a crying shame, first of all, if that's a virgin. No, 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 no. The girls, the girls. Oh, of course. Oh. The girls. It doesn't wow. apply to the men. The men, Boo. they wear it for fifia. So, like, they wear it for performances. Okay. So, I guess maybe he's performing as a I don't know. No. But this is the opening for ceremony. Women, so you get to a certain age and girls just sort of stop doing the dance and stop wearing the oil and you're like, ah. Um, okay, so he is really fucking hot. I mean, he's Olympians... He's ready to fuck. He is fully oiled. He's so oiled. I, so that's interesting because he's literally wearing the dress and the oil of a virgin at the opening ceremonies. No, you have taken this completely out of context. Wasn't that what it... For women. For women. It doesn't apply to men. So then is Me Too a thing in Tonga? Because it sounds like there's like a delineation. I mean, there's a lot of media going around circulating. I mean, we just had like a a human rights review in Tonga. And I think one of the big three things, one of them was like discrimination against women. Oh, bad. Like one of the top three things not progressing human rights in Tonga. What, what are, are the, the others? Like? Are they hot? I can't remember what the other two were. Violence, Ooh. I think. And I don't know. I can't Swimming. remember the third. How are gay things? Uh, How gay can you get? I, I listen, I can gay? live there and I can be good and I'm, I have a nice life, but it's not that way for everyone. Uh, is it that way for you? Because you're like you're an Olympian, and so you have status. Well, and you're hot, my, so people don't mind picturing it. I mean, my uncle. I've already told you the story. My uncle being. Yeah, but the people that are listening don't. We've know. Just right. Met. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I have. I have. My family has a lot of uh, ties to uh, the original First Church of Tonga. So my uncle's the president of the Free Church of Tonga. My grandfather was the president. My great grandfather was the president, and it's been something. Yeah, my half Tongan. But like you're like the like you're like the religious aristocracy. You're like the religious aristocracy. Well, I mean, Granddad swindled some stuff. Like, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Like, the nobles are the ones that get the land. So Tonga's really like our governmental system is really complicated but basically you've got the king who it was a single monarchy for thousands of years up until 2010 we had our first democracy and democratic election where more seats in parliament were given to commoners than were like the king's men but basically the king sits alone on his like as himself and then he has about a 30 a court of 30 different men which he calls nobles and then they're all designated areas and parts of islands in Tonga to look after. They literally are nobles. And they're nobles. It's wow. feudal. So it's very it's very feudal. It's wow. very Game of Thronesy. That is so Game of Thronesy. Do they wear like fabulous costumes when they like meet as a court? 
Uh, yeah, everyone. It's very formal. They they are very very strictly adhere to custom and decorum. It's very important for them. And Tong is like so many different multiple layers of a hierarchy. Even the king himself has his own language that you speak to him in, like a different language from a common. That is fucking power. Wild. You have yeah. your own language. People need to it's speak like to. Having a time him. zone. Yeah. Um, Jesus. So it's. Church of Tonga. Church of Tonga. First so Church of Tonga. Jesus or no Jesus? Jesus. Oh, it's Jesus. Jesus. Is it pagan? I imagine it has to be pagan. You're an island in the middle of nowhere. No pagan. No. No, you're not into the oh, the waves and then the trees and the fruit. Like you don't. I mean, I think Tongans are very superstitious. But very do they see meaning in like the gifts of the natural world? Are they witchy? Yeah. Yeah. So that's pagan. I guess it's not pagan, literally. A little bit. Maybe there are little superstitions and things that that happen. Um, I'll always, you know, I don't know. There were weird things that, like my grandfather, for instance, always said that when he died, we would all remember the day it happened because something huge was would happen that day. And he always said that right up until he died. Mm-hmm. And he died September 10th, 2001. So what happened that day? What happened to the day after? <laughs> right? <laughs> the world changed. It was a national holiday. <laughs> but it was okay. like but, it, but so oh but another thing was God. is like but that that but there was another th- exclusive. Other, heard no, it? Like other superstitious things like a person accused a person of doing something awful. And then I don't know, we, we Tongans are very superstitious in, in deaths and fu- funerals are big in Tonga. Death is big, funerals are big. Respecting the dead. How many Tongans are there? Uh, in the island or on the country itself, 100,000. Wow. 70 on the most populated island and then 30 in the outer. And then what's it like to be a Tongan or, or a Polynesian? Is Polynesian politically correct? Polynesian is politically correct. Like, because yeah. like, it's like Samoa, it's... Tonga, it's Fiji. No, I think Fiji is Micronesia. Oh, it's not. It's weird, right? So what are the the Polynesian islands? Uh, Samoa, Tonga, and I think anything sort of east of there. Okay, so those are the two big ones, though. Mm -hmm. I think people know Polynesia in the United States mainly because of Walt Disney World. Um, especially on the east coast Million of the country. Percent. Yeah. I didn't know what was not a Disney place. Yeah, it's like not just a Disney resort. Because like the, at Walt Disney World, have you been? How many? Oh, so at either. Walt Disney World, the like main hotels are like the Grand Floridian, which is where that kid got eaten by an alligator a couple wow. of years ago. Remember wow. that? Oh, was yeah. It? And it's fit. Yeah. It was literally. like last year. It was like, a, yeah, like a year. Yeah, maybe. Um, that and kid it just was, got ate. It's fabulous. My family stayed there when we were kids. It's fabulous. There's a contemporary, which is hideous. It's contemporary, but built in like the late 70s, early 80s. It's just like gross. And then there's the Polynesian, which has Ohana, a really delicious restaurant. It's like, um, I don't know, is Polynesian barbecue like Brazilian barbecue where you just like flip a coin and they come keep bringing you things until you flip it over? Or is that just like no, Disney? I think that's a Disney creation. I mean, an owl, they're just taking that from Brazilian barbecue. I mean, we have banquets. Like a Polynesian meal would be like you would sit at a table and it would just be loaded with food. And there would be like three pigs 
Mm. Like three roasted pigs. And with like yams food. <laughs> and like salads and all Enough types about of the three of us. <laughs> What's the food like? <laughs> Delicious. Pork. Pork and pineapple. Mm. Tropical fruit. What do you eat on the pig? Everything. Do you eat the brain? I don't eat the brain. Oh, it's so good. I did a pork roast. My our mutual friend Leon, my ex boyfriend, threw me a pig roast for my thirtieth birthday at this Andy restaurant threw in you a Boston. Party? <laughs> 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 oh God, okay. I'm also do it. <laughs> um, but we, I ate fucking everything. I ate the eyeball. Yeah. Yeah. Because I saw the whole thing. I was like, I gotta. People I gotta fight eat. over That's stuff. People fight over shit. fish heads. People yeah. fight over pig heads. The brain is delicious. It's like a like it's like a spread you put on bread. Ew. Yeah, it's That's really good. <laughs> Third worldy Nutella. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really, no, it's more like a like hummus, you know, uh, in consistency. Uh, <laughs> um, Interesting. So to go back though, I want to go back to fucking in the village. Okay. Ooh. So you said it's circle bound. Circle round. <laughs> Homeboy wrote this article in the Daily Beast that was like, uh, here's the other Olympic. So the problematic thing was that it, in the article, he described people through that were very identifiable through the characteristics that he revealed. <laughs> and that's the issue that you took with it, right? What right. was your response to it? Because I remember you had like some like, you were the person that was quoted by like every right. press in this country anyway. Yeah. And probably in like Western Europe too. Right. So what did you say? Oh, just, you know, fuck you and your white male privilege. You can go home to like your kids and wife at night unscathed while these people from countries that are deeply homophobic and where people die uh, have to go back home. Mm-hmm. So like, is was there like a structure growing up like in... Is it considered the diaspora when you live in New Zealand? I mean, it, I don't know if like it's framed that way diaspora. for Tongan people. Like when you're like a, a Tongan person who lives on the mainland, who lives in outside of, outside of Tonga. Outside of Tonga. Do you talk about that being like in the diaspora, people that have like left the home country and are like potentially welcome back and like seeking a way back? Do we welcome people that want to come back? No, no, no. My question is, is <laughs> do like, you consider them still like part of your community, but abroad. Like when you're in the diaspora, like a lot of like Sephardic Jews, right, right? or right. like Irish people, right, or whatever they totally. congregate. So, Absolutely. like, you said you grew up like really multicultural. Mm-hmm. Like, was it still a pretty Tongan community around you growing up, or was it like it was, was that something mainly it, practiced it, at home? It was, but because my parents had to create it. Like, we had to continue to hold family barbecues. We had to continue to go to church. It was Tongan by choice. It wasn't like, my God, my environment gentrified so quickly around me. So quickly. Um, That is diaspora behavior, though. Like, diaspora behavior is, is like, some combination of, like... (coughs) identifying with that culture and then like also keeping it even if other people where you are aren't keeping it you know what i mean like right it's still for it's sure like your identity. Yeah. but that was that was the church i think and i think was that's it a why tongan people, church specifically yeah tongan church first church of, of tonga that his in family helped new zealand on no, your block in tonga. you said no in tonga oh, oh in, in tonga. tonga yeah but you said it wasn't the church on your block in uh the church new zealand the, our house was the first original church house we call it an upsiasi 
And Api means house and Siasi means church. Um, a house church? Yeah. And then Your house that you lived in was a house church? Yeah. And it was the first that they would hold prayers in. And then they bought When you were growing up? No, long before, when my granddad still owned it. So my granddad owned it in the 1960s. This is in, how do you say, Ponsonby? Ponsonby, yeah. Ponsonby. No, shoot, in the 1950s. I think he bought it in the 50s. Oh, shit. But it was really, really cheap back then. And that was where the majority of the Polynesians lived because it was close to the city. And a lot of them were like low, menial laborers that did cleaning work. Um, But then slowly over time, people moved in. But he bought a different property uh, in Grayland, which was a suburb over. And then my dad convinced him to sell the house to him, which my dad had to convince him to do. It wasn't something that he wanted to do. But we've lived in that house ever since. So, but is your family still own property in Tonga? Yeah. Yeah. So in Tonga, you can only... Every male is entitled to one piece of land in the town, his town allotment, and then his farmland. That is so freaking old school. Yeah, it's like Game of Thrones type of stuff. That's wild. So the nobles... But then doesn't it just get parceled into like little pieces? Well, yeah, people it does. Ca- it's a, are people not happy land. that live there? There's not enough land for the amount of men that are there now. And it's, you know... You from, if you can own land, you were from an affluent family, mm-hmm. and you know. But it's the same as everywhere. It's the same as everywhere, but to a much larger extreme, I mm-hmm. think, because, I mean, any male can go in and register land and buy it, right? Um, but you can only get one, <laughs> and it goes to your next male heir. Mm. So, like, when you have children, it goes to your eldest male, and only your eldest male. So, like, how connected are people? Because you're really connected to, like, pop culture. And, like, especially, like, gay pop culture. <laughs> like, you like all the same faggoty shit that I like. Like, the housewives. And yeah. Drop Dead Gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Newly love. Yeah. Can we talk about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. But wait, how did, you, how did you get introduced to that? Was that just, like, growing up in New Zealand? Uh, my gay best friend growing up uh he was older than me and he had a really strange eclectic taste in tv shows um things that wouldn't air in new zealand unless you had cable and drop dear gorgeous was was one of them and i remember watching it god i was young it's like middle school like 11 and I would say... Like around the time it came out. Yeah. A lot of the jokes for sure probably went over my head at that age. Um, But then the next year, a lot of the girls were quoting it. Like in and around school. Like middle school. And it was was hilarious. And then I think as time progressed, I've appreciated it like exponentially. Well, they scream retard. (laughs) (laughs) You can't hate it. (laughs) I mean, didn't Obama scream retard too? Did he? Did he? I don't know. Yeah, he did. A scandal. Yeah, he said retard on air. Screamed retard on air. No, he didn't. Google it. I know what happened. Google it. I mean, this sounds like right wing. We have to apologize. We have to apologize. Bible. (laughs) Bible cam. Bible. So wait, did you grow? When did you move here? And I why? was eighteen into Texas. For school? Yeah, for college. Where'd you go? A and M. Yeah. Did you swim? In Texas. I did swim. 
you were swimming through and through the whole time your yeah time for school. four years but th- i took at a&m if you were on a certain scholarship after four years yo the only thing i can find there. about retarded <gasps> with barack obama is ann coulter <clears throat> friend of the show yeah. uh <laughs> <laughs> beloved friend of the show uh, Stop. calling him a retard no so. he said it on air once i remember no this way. listen if he could have He's that completely scrubbed from our memories yeah. we need to have a conversation that is some black mirror ass shit that just happened Stop! did i imagine this i feel like it was on and he had to do like a, an apology like Yo, he black mirror is real he had to do an apology yeah, did I he have to fuck a pig? Let's have a look at Fox News because I feel like Fox News would have it. Did they keep him in a little room in a place with a lot of no, other little rooms? No, he makes money off Fox News too, just like everybody else. Everybody does. I know, Karen. Um, with the eating, I was just about you know to. <laughs> I was gonna. I was literally about to die, and I was like, "What would be worth for the show? Like, if I ate off mic or." If I literally died. <laughs> <laughs> I think eating on mic. I guess I invited it by screaming your name. Can you hear it now? Yep. In my, in my ear. Because I'm sitting next to you, I can oh, hear it. Oh, <laughs> boo. So you didn't start with that. Okay. Well. Sex in the village. Yeah. One last thing. Yeah, please. Yes, thank you. Oh, God, you're such a good host. Condom distribution. Good condoms, We're bad listening. condoms. Good condoms. Great. Did you use any? Um, and on what country? Wait, and distributed <laughs> to whom, by whom, how many And which girls? country well, this invaded this is what's the other country? Condom hogs? You know? Yeah. <laughs> this is where I'm going. Okay, okay, okay. Unhirable exclusive. Tonga was invaded by... No, no, no. Well, in London, right? Poland. Right? Like, can you imagine how... Like, how do you think the English would deal with giving out condoms to athletes? Just leave them there for you to grab yourself. Right. And then Brazil, how do you think they would give out condoms? They would insert it into your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> they would actually be there to put them on in coitus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they would have, make all of their mouths and hands available. But the for good news assistance. is everybody is hot, so it doesn't matter. Everybody's or Brazilians, Brazilians, yes or no, the hottest people you've ever seen. They're really fucking hot. Um, I, I mean, yes. Yes. But I think that's yes to everything. Oh, no. No. Yes. A Brazilian's hot, yes. Yes. Are Brazilians hot? Yeah. Yes. Your how hot really hard to nail down. How hard, how hot, how high, where would you rank the hotness of Brazilians? <laughs> Having traveled. <laughs> the world is an Olympian. Being an I haven't traveled everywhere who has that I've wanted to, though. I don't invaded Luxembourg <laughs> Go at on two then. Olympics. <laughs> Uh, I would rate them. I don't know. Where would you rate them? Are we talking like a top five scale? I'm not well traveled. Um, top five for sure. I think I've been to like four places. <laughs> yeah, I've never been to South America, let alone Brazil. So, okay. um, I'm gonna rank them number one. They're hotter than, on average, hotter than the Canadians I've seen. Although the people in Montreal are pretty hot. Hotter than the Israelis on average. Hotter Not than true. the Americans pl- on I average. Israelis. I think it's an attitude. I think more than anything, Brazilians have an attitude that's sexier. They are beautiful, sexier though. Their bodies and skin and hair and shit is unreal. Like, 
it, is it, it coconut? In white. They've been using coconuts for like ever. They have like the men are all like man, man up and the whoa, women whoa, whoa. are That's sort of built up and now. then and <laughs> then the we're getting into a little me too between men and women. Oh what? Oh, I'll boldly say it. <laughs> but I mean, All look, right. let's look we at want like, to wait look, into this discussion. Look at some of the difference between men and women. Okay, what is equality mm. in your expert Olympian opinion? Okay, what does that word mean? What does it mean? Yeah, everybody's equal. Is that what we're striving for? Like, what, what, what? Because you know, like, <laughs> sports are so man woman. Right. They're so divided. Right. Like, where's the discussion of like trans issues in in swimming, for instance? Has it reached your level? Like, no. Olympi- like it's just not even a thought right now because there's nobody it's who's not, trans who's Olympic level no, to contend with it? not happened yet. No. I wonder at what level that's happening at. Like, like kids in high school who are swimming now are starting to, like, express that, probably. It is a, a thing in way. high school, though. There was, like, yeah, a thing totally. in um, high school wrestling where, like, a trans girl kicked some not trans girls like cleaned up with her in some in like a thing and people are like well it's not fair because oh yeah i remember advantage and i don't think that's an irrelevant point and if it's like a safety issue then like i guess look into it but like you're gonna love my lock screen sorry just to digress please do Oh my God! Is <laughs> it's the Countess Luann's literal? Okay, so one of my favorite things about the Housewives. Oh, is it's Luann's mugshot. <laughs> from when she kicked, I believe, and slapped a cop. She Felony. slapped a cop. Fallon. Is it Fallon <laughs> Countess Luann? I love her so much. What She's a rebrand! What a storyline! Can we talk Luan. about it? She's gonna be on it for another two, three seasons, I think. She's the highest paid housewife in history now. No, she's not. She will be. You she so? plays her cards right. <laughs> no, Nene Leakes still be. has that title. Le- Nene Leakes can I go oh, out nice. on a limb mm-hmm. and say she got boring. She should have left and just become an actor. Mm. That's what Nene Leakes could have done. She was on Broadway. She had a fucking sitcom. She had Ryan Murphy. Like she was it the stability never... of a million dollar check? Yeah, probably. But she shouldn't have gone for it. She shouldn't have gone for it. It's like she ruined her chance. I think. Like Nene Leakes was poised to like pull a Jennifer Hudson to just completely rise above the form and be the one who broke away in a in a in a truly meaningful way. But w- I mean, I, but a couple people have done that. With what happened? American what happened? Because it's a competition. Did she get messy? No, I think she just went back to doing it. I don't think she got messy, but now she's boring because she was like on the verge of being that kind of famous and just like went back to staying a comfortable million dollar famous. She's like still doing that. highest paid, I think. She's entertaining. She does that character well. Not everybody wants to be that famous. It's like crazy to be that famous. It's she wants to be famous. famous. She doesn't want to be an artist. How rough is this mugshot though? Like rough, she looks rough, severely rough. dehydrated. <laughs> that's a lot of cocaine. That is, that that's is a, a lot of cocaine. cocaine. You're right. She's that's dehydrated from cocaine. You yeah. get dry as a bone, let me tell yeah. you. She that's really a that do. that raisinated look is hundred percent. I mean, cocaine. I don't think I've ever seen she needs balm because and I'm she always needs some this is the thing, is like all seasons, all seasons of Housewives, I have never <laughs> yeah, seen Luann. I've never seen Luann look awful. I've never seen like a, a sag of the skin. I've been like, 
wow, it's really that Native American jeans. Like, she does still look good, though, in that. She is beautiful. But, yeah, that is. She is it's so funny that that's your lock screen. A picture of the Countess. <laughs> 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 I mean, I do love her. That story really was, like, um, white privilege in, like, its most radical form. But Reese it's like, Witherspoon. Also white privilege. Is a, an American treasure. Reese Witherspoon. Hold on. Real quick. Noted we're talking American about citizen, Reese Witherspoon. America's sweetheart, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. I would say. Citizen of this country. Citizen of this country. And that's what she said uh, when she was getting that's what arrested. She said she I'm an American you know, citizen. Do you know who I am? I'm an American citizen. Oh. American citizen. <laughs> the, the fact that she pulled the do you know who I am, was I, that was probably the worst. Did you see her redemption Yo, on the Today much. Show? She was on the Today Show. Yeah. Don't you know who I think I am? No. That was Kelly Mantle. RuPaul, RuPaul's oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I'm Kelly Mantle. But that um, was it. Kelly no. Mantle was the first kicked off that yeah. season. That's really niche. That's really Can you just <laughs> reference a contestant from like RuPaul's season like four or five. And who then was rolled his eyes when first. I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is a cunty queen. <laughs> Underneath all of that handsome <laughs> veneer, he's like never a mind. cunt. Never, <laughs> no, no, I no. But I think, I, I think it rolled over the eyes of a lot of people too. So if I rolled my eyes at you i alienated about 90 percent of the audience too mm. probably if i um, roll my eyes at you i just like completely mean it <laughs> <laughs> that but, is a fair point uh i'm sold i'm eating sorry you hypocrite welcome to my show <laughs> Reese, Reese, Reese. Oh, when did i lose all control drop dead gorgeous gorgeous oh. okay okay so watched it in middle school got progressively better I love that this is a seminal movie for you because it is for me too. It is. It is a really sobering movie, a very sobering movie, and hundred percent. And it's, it's a one, kind one of funny. It's one that can never be made again today. It's one of those pre two thousand one nine eleven movies, mm-hmm. along the likes of all my favorites of the nineties. Some of my favorite movies come from the late nineties, mm-hmm. and that's because they were really Reese Witherspoon Reese- election. Ah. Screw you! I was about Fuck to bring me. it up. Fuck I was me. about to bring Fill it up. up. How Mr. dare McAllister. you? How dare you bring it up first? How dare you bring it up first? But I was about to say, dealing with the same like themes, right? So have you seen Election? I have. Like, like, are you, you can interpret that movie as being deeply rooted in like misogyny, right? Mm. It probably is, and which it is, is why I predicted it, this moment, right? Because I don't know, is Alexander Payne a misogynist? Do you think? Could be. Who are his women? It's that. It's about Schmidt. I don't know his movies because I'm always like, Ugh. except for Election. I but Election was brilliant. And my favorite, most satisfying moments in cinema is when like he biffs or throws or chucks or whatever you want to say. Whatever. What did you just say? That? Biffs. He biffs. biffs. Did, we, did you New Zealand or did I think you I New Zealand did. I think that was a New Zealand one. Oh, biff. Just New Zealand a biff means to like throw. Like he biffed like a soda at oh. her car right at the Gorgeous. end of the movie. Do you remember? We've been New Zealand. <laughs> he like throws that giant soda the size of his head at the car. And it's hysterical. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like everyone has wanted to do that at some point with that greasy mofo that got the promotion because they like did their manipulative means like tracy flick to me mm. is hillary clinton in high school okay so mm. that's a problematic thing according to people to call it because i remember during that's the, genius yeah, yeah 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 i see tracy flick as being the hillary clinton of high school that's how i would have imagined hillary clinton of being i am so 
fucking over Hillary Clinton being a part of the conversation, but it's inevitable. Not our conversation right now. I mean, it's inevitable that she will be because she's just too rich and powerful. Well, it's so irritating that we even have to contend with the Clintons anymore. I just we want voted them. you no. We said no. In fact, we said wow no. And <laughs> more than you once, were still here. we said more than once. More than once. More than once. More than once. We said no. More than once. One time, it's like times, okay. One time, okay. One time, okay. One time, like, you know what? You know what? It's because she was up against the black guy. That's not popular to say, but that's what people think. That's obviously the case. Yeah, hundred percent. They were like, okay, so like we just had to give it to him. Like it's so paternalistic the way that, like. I don't know the media because I guess it's white people. It's not a monolith, but it's uh, homogenous. It's a lot of fucking white people giving us the news. And like a lot of the conversation is about the misogyny she endured, but she just was shitty. Like Tracy Flick. The news is united in having Tracy an Flick agenda. wasn't shitty because Tracy Flick won. That's different. She was the subject of she corruption, went right? She went Trumpy. She was a closer. She was, she was iconic. You know and Tracy Hillary Hill? Clinton is not a closer. She's a worker. She is more journey than destination. And you know what? When you're running for president, I'm sorry, <laughs> get to the destination. I'm sorry. <laughs> Would you say Trump is more destination than journey then? I think he's both. That's what I, I actually, I think he's also mostly journey, but his journey is so fucking interesting that and the desk it makes the destination this like wild card no but here's the thing i think from the 90s the way his brain works is that he has a couple of destinations that he wants to go healthcare being one of them immigration being another one and he wants to get to these places and he is being fucking ruthless and just making it happen so i would argue that he is actually much more destination focused. He doesn't really care. Hmm. The journey is compelling because it's so reckless. But the destination also is uh, like criteria-led destination. So it can vary. It's not that he has this one destination in mind. It's that he has this out- kind type of outcome in mind. So he's like, I want to pass legislation. It doesn't really matter what that is. Like, we're going to start with immigration. Okay, no. Like, then we're going to go to taxes. Okay, kind of yes. Like, then we're like, he I wants to pass I think we're just seeing how Trump has done work. I think we're just seeing how Trump has done business entire life play out in a White House. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. These throwing out extremely volatile. Um, but you know what? I bet he's you, a monster risk taker. Right. What and do you he bet? just I bet you there were people around the country that when he said those awfully vile racist things mm-hmm. were probably About like, you know what? Countries? I can see through this and I can see through what he's trying to say. And I think that's kind of like. How he's sort of done this now is he but goes to the extreme of saying it. I think to a, point a lot where of people can see through what he's saying. I don't think people can see through shithole. I think people get really tripped up on the fact that this guy is a racist, so he phrases things in a racist way. But his fundamental do you point. Do you think he's racist or do you think he's yes. ignorant and boorish? Like I think that those are two different things. No, I don't I think, think he's that he actively, actively racist. Hates other ra- See, I don't I don't buy it. No, I do. I don't even think he gives other races that much consideration. Rosa Magnol. I think that that's Newman. What about? Will disagree with you, and I'm sure is writing a book about it as Omarosa. Omarosa. Let's talk about Oma. 
literally apparently recorded a bunch of conversations in the White House surreptitiously. Just like I guess had her like phone on her iPhone. On. Yeah, oh my I don't God. know. She, I know she's like Can we talk about how she staged her wedding photos? At the Rose Garden. She didn't give anybody a heads up. She just went. She just went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and security like, was like, what the fuck are you doing? And she was like, that oh, I work here. Cojones. If that, I'm, is if that is balls. That is balls. Yeah, she and him are the same person. And it's like, I bet she was like, well, I should, I guess, call ahead and clear this. But like, also whatever. Like, I'm sure she genuinely <laughs> thought whatever about that. Do you know what I mean? Where she's just like, it's fine. I work there. Like, I have a badge. Yeah, that's a hundred percent. It's wild. I yeah. think he, but I think Trump like I don't know. Does he? He likes people to be little kings, a little boldy, a little boldy, a little boldy. Because she's, you're like, repping him. If you work for him, you're repping him, and he doesn't. He's like, well, then you need to do what I would do, and I would just fucking bust in and take a picture. I think he, I think you're right. I think he's destination focused, and I think it doesn't matter what kind of rhetoric he uses to get there. He will do everything he can to get to Tracy where he Flicky. Wants to go. That's yes, very Tracy Flicky. Tracy Flicky. Yes, Tracy Flicky. But Tracy Flick was Hot. a lot more low key about it. Yeah, but she was like cunning. Like it's easy to like because she was like she had like feminine qualities. Like she had what we like ascribe to women mm-hmm. um, is this sort of like cunning and like hyper focus. Like she wasn't Trumpy in the like grandstanding way, but. She was Trumpy in the same sort of risk-taking way, which is completely different from Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton, I think, is bad at blackmail. I think that's fundamentally what we know about Hillary Clinton. I bet Hillary Clinton can deliver as, like, Secretary of State. I bet you she can deliver a message of blackmail or of Of intimidation to another country in a way that's Mm. really effective. But I don't think she can generate that kind of behavior and i think you need to do that on some level when you are the chief executive you need to be able to be a little bit of a psychopath to interact with other psychopaths on the world stage but how do you think why do you think that she's not a psychopath no i I do think think she is i just don't think she's as i don't think she's as effective yeah she's a psychopath but not all psychopaths are she's real intellectual and like and She's like a politician's politician almost where like they have to respect her and do. But for the rest of us, we're like, yeah, but we don't really like your whole thing. Like your thing's not appealing. You know, what's like the thing is that I think people she in that Ezra Klein propaganda film that was like generated. It went viral right before the election. And it was about why Hillary Clinton. And it was all these people just talking about how she's so reasonable and misunderstood and has a great sense of humor and everyone said it and just like very matter of fact terms like i just don't understand what's such so hard for people to get about this like she's just the best like it's not exaggeration she's just the best and like then she would come on and be really humble i don't know you know people they like me when i'm in a job but as soon as i'm running to get a job they don't like me and they she's like, like oh shucks job, though. no but no, i don't know i mean people i think she's wild probably... about her as secretary so they're just like this is an appropriate job for her so fine but people no, weren't I thought like it was yes, a little fabulous Hillary. for her I, I thought it was a little fabulous i was like you know what why not but i don't want her to be the chief executive because i don't I don't think like the thing that about these 90s movies that is so amazing because I keep they all look very different to me. And I think it's because that's when the psychopaths were like at their peak in Hollywood. Nobody was checking them like Harvey Weinstein. This is like the Shakespeare and love years like 
he is at his absolute prime where he can like try to fucking expose his dick to Gwyneth Paltrow, you know, for an Oscar. Like this is like peak Harvey. And um and in all the art that came out of that era really just reflects on um, what's happening right now. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but with fucking Drop Dead Gorgeous, I think Drop Dead Gorgeous really reflected to me this whole component of the movie is comparative. These girls they're all compared to each other and who was the prettiest, who's the most talented, who's the most beautiful teen princess. And that's how we feel in life. It's this rat race. It's this, and you know, you get out of college and it's who's got the bigger house, who's got the biggest, you know, paycheck, who's got the, you know, prettiest wife, who's like, it's a dick fest, right? Like who's got the bigger dick? And then you kind of stand around and, for a moment and you look around and you realize like wow none of this is drawn to scale everyone works at their own pace and like none of it is important where anybody is like it, it's it's not really it's all smoke and mirrors mm -hmm. and kind of a it's joke a and funny yeah. yeah and that's what you get at the end of drop dead gorgeous right is like this coveted prize that they're all supposed to really want just kind of goes up in flames mm -hmm. and you're kind of like with the biggest monster pursuing it. Right. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, wow, this is what life is like. The sobering, like, oh, this is it. It is like... Nothing matters. Nothing, nothing, literally, nothing matters. But you know what else it showed? It showed that, like, a rotten tree produces rot, like, even more rotten fruit. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, it, it's, uh, like, Kirstie Alley's bad because she, like kills a couple people for her daughter to win the pageant but then the daughter it's never really explained but shoots the guy for flirting with kirsten dunce that she was like into at school she shot him between the eye okay so when we watch it the second time i'd miss it the first time like i missed the whole like morgue setup and whatever and that was like shocking and totally unaddressed in the entire rest of the movie like the daughter's a murderer yeah. a casual cold-blooded executioner <laughs> she executed yeah. him with a bullet in the middle of the head, yeah. a fucking sniper shot. And right. it showed in the very beginning her at the gun range. And she said, when I shoot, I aim to win. And like her <laughs> mom gave her, she's like, I remember when Most mom gave me this whatever Glock my 16th nine. birthday. Yeah. yeah. She's like, she, I'll never forget what she wrote in the card. Jesus loves a winner. <laughs> That's when I, when I shoot, I aim to win. <laughs> Tammy Curie's untimely death. From yeah. there, it all just unravels. Um, but, but that's like what's so interesting is that the, the you'd call it a casual cruelty, but there's like actual brutality that it's goes a tragedy. Like, and so I think we that's do that with Trump so, now. It's so casual. It's like not addressed. The so, movie okay, is the movie a tragedy, just, right? It, everything starts off harmonious and nice, like Shakespearean, right? It was a tragedy and a comedy. It starts off fine, and then everything just unravels. And then like... Even the people that are organizing this pageant are questionable, right? Like the drunks at the uh, the, the drunk hosts. <laughs> oh my god, that's my favorite at the very end. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, Nora Dunn and Mo Gaffney, who are like hilarious comic actors from the '90s. I know you don't know who they are. I fucking don't know. SNL, blah blah blah. They're you know, really I fucking funny. Know, yeah. But that's one of my favorite parts of the movie is like the last like twenty minutes when they show up. It's yeah. Fucking hilarious because. They also. Who are they in the movie? They're the like these alcoholic drunks that are hosting the pageant. 
because she makes it past oh i don't know what give me spoiler alerts but like past beyond mount rose mm-hmm. and then everyone mysteriously gets food poisoning right oh, so yeah, then she gets right, beyond right. And, and represents minnesota she just keeps lushing keeps into l- not l- yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, those it's just, two and the, the brand rep or whatever right yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay 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 oh right, right. children in the pool right, so the beauty pageants like <laughs> sponsored by this beauty product manufacturer um, what's the word I'm looking for? A cosmetics, cosmetics company. company. Cosmetic, oh my commercialism. God. Commercialism. My commercialism. God, <laughs> In fact, I love St. Paul's Polk's products so much. I, I work, work here now. <laughs> it's like, you know what the thing is? Is you've watched that movie like 1.1 times because you were not paying attention the first 0%. time. And you can still quote. It's like instantly quotable. Yeah, There's it's shit so about quotable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's like the quotability is like so funny and so sad. Like, I think it's, it's, it's the Reno nine one one guy. It's one of the guys the from re- Reno nine one one, which makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense because that is another show that was so funny. But also, Gave where's Nisi Nash? I think okay, but also Reno nine one one did a, a good job with race because it just made joke, 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 joke ri- about everything. Yeah, about race, race, about gays, gays, everything. There was the really Asians. shaggy everything, everything. Yeah, everything. Yeah, nothing yeah. was discriminated, and that's what the humor that I love, like South Park humor, yeah. when nothing is off limits and right. everyone's offended. Enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, as long as everybody has. I mean, a hand literally in hashtag unhireable. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, <laughs> have we met? <laughs> you know what I've been noticing a lot lately? Because Karen keeps, please don't do it, but keeps saying the N word with Sherrod on um, race wars. Why? Because I'll drop a casual. Yeah, I don't like when you say it. It makes me so uncomfortable. I am black. <laughs> okay. So, like, I've noticed, though, when you say it, like, other white people are, like, titillated almost by mm. it. It's like a, it's a weird thing, that yeah, fucking word. Thing. So that's why, I, that's why I don't like to say it, because I see the power. I, it's almost like it can be some, abused. like, latent genetic, uh, like, Pavlovian response to be like slaves own what like in white people I see it when white people get around that word they like but you're associating okay so is it panic or is it something like positive that you're you think white people are associating with the word the n-word yeah I think that that, no not it's such a contextual word because even like black China's mom Tokyo Tony uses it to describe uh, Caitlyn Jenner right because she's like because it's a man like really quickly <laughs> and I think it's like her terminology is like, yeah it doesn't matter what color she's like it's a man like but it was sorry yeah, I'm just when but, black people call white people an n-word I think it's literally the funniest it's the thing. Funniest thing I saw a, a like what? black teenagers do it to a golden retriever outside of Joe's Pizza <laughs> on uh, Carmine Street when I was uh, like just out of college I mean, I won't repeat it because Sherrod's not right here and I need my dad. But, um, yeah, it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. A Tongan's allowed to say the N-word because... Absolutely not. You're very white presenting. Very white presenting. You sound yeah. Euro. You look Euro. Yeah. With a little spice mixed in. Yeah. But I'm telling you, a lot of Tongans in the Bay Area drop that word very casually in mm. conversation. A lot of New Zealand drop it very casually as well. And I... You know, pre 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 Texas, uh-huh. didn't think too much of it. Post Texas, I'm like, yeah, I feel differently. 
Yeah, you went to Where college. You, yeah, you like, I now? went to college is what happened probably. You went to college in College Station, Texas. A fucking, like your school. Oh, that's where Brooke Arnold, friend of the show, is from, from and was raised in a in a religious cult. cult. The Duggars. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know the Duggars meet mm. the Duggars? Mm-mm. They have a bunch familiar. of kids that I think all are rapists, including the infant. I'm not sure. Up to uh, and including. Up to and including. But College Station's yeah. a great place. Yeah. But they're <laughs> religious, so what do you expect? Wait, where do you live now? I live in uh, California, in the Bay Area. Quit bragging. Hey. <laughs> so what are you doing here's Sorry? So what are you doing here's these? I swim for New York Athletic Club. Oh. So I have a certain amount of meets that I have to do per year. So I've one this weekend, one next weekend, one next month. And then I've done my obligation for the year. Do you do anything other than swim for money? Uh, I'm a barista at Phil's Coffee House in San Mateo. So you went from being an Olympian to being a barista. How was that transition for you? I don't know. I think I'm phasing out. you? You know what? I think it was something that needed to happen for me and was long overdue. How old are you? 28. Oh, you're a baby. But... I graduated college, moved straight to New York, and never had a job. Hmm. Never. I mean, Swimming was my job. Swimming was my job. So, like, and then to come here, I think I, I didn't I didn't have those first job jitters that you get out of your system. Mm. I don't know how to describe it, but, like, it seems as though everyone's every entry-level job out, like, in high school usually is, like, a waitering job or a, a co- you know a barista coffee maker or you know something where you're interacting with people and i ha- i never had that so i felt like gosh if i'd only developed these skills as a barista that i had <laughs> before i'd come to new york i don't know like for swimming as that like i said it was my job it didn't matter if people liked me or not mm. i was good at what i did um I think so is I'm that your way of saying you just had license to be a gigantic cunt? Yeah, and that's, that's called athletic privilege. That's called <laughs> athletic privilege, and that's it's very real. Privilege is that athletic. Oh, it's athletic. called athletic privilege. Athletic oh, oh. privilege. When you're good and you're an athlete, you don't have to care about people's feelings. Like, I mean, also just if you're oh. a girl. I mean, does that <laughs> extend to like sexual shit? Like, mm, are athletes just me. running around? No, but in your experience with like college athletes, no, no, not for my team that I ever experienced. We always they prided ourselves. Of being gentlemen, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we was how many of you were forget gentlemen, forget gentlemen, faggots, faggots, (laughs) fages, French forgets, fageois. Um, just me. Just you're the only gay. Just me. Yeah. Didn't I meet a gay when you first moved here from A&M? Oh, maybe I don't want to out anybody. No. Probably met someone, but I don't think anyone gay. No, I was the only. Oh, it was a New York Athletic Club. Somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Matt. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Also, Texas Queen from Dallas, but he went to Stanford. That's Stamp what it was. Yes, yeah, 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 yes, 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 yes. I met a gay swimmer. Gay swimming, it's an interesting... It's a lot of them. There are a lot of low-key... And that's like the thing about the Olympics. You it's really funny. you all have funny. insane bodies. But um, the funniest thing about the Olympics is like, there are 15 out gay athletes now. How do you feel? And I'm like, trust me, girl, there are many more. There are oh, more. there's a lot? Yeah, they're just not publicly out. Yeah. Why? Because of just backlash? Oh, not even sponsors. Just like a distraction that they just don't yeah, want right. it to be. It's it's either so not on brand. Business. Mind your fucking business. Your business. Basically, I think this real like it's none of your business. None of your business. But well, I think if you can work fuck it, you know and what? talk about it if they want. You know what? Yeah, for sure. But it's a fabulous thing to work into your brands. Ooh. Mm. 
Um, okay, fuck, Mary kill. Ready? Mm-hmm. Um, this is a kind of Me Too edition <laughs> because it came to me. Rose McGowan? 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 McGowan. Rose McGowan. Mm-hmm. Are we listening? Um, who's the other ones? Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano. 80s actress That one's edition. problematic. Why? Why? Isn't she in a fight with Rose McGowan now? Yeah, yeah. Of yeah, course. okay. Right. Why? Good. okay. Yeah, yeah, and then who's the other original OG Me Tour? Well, the OG OG is a black woman. We're leaving her out of okay, it. Okay, okay. Um, and she's not like a Hollywood Mira Savino. Person. Boom. That one's hot, though. Yeah. That one's good. really hot. Yeah, okay. Mira Servino. What yep. are the other two I said? Alyssa Milano, <laughs> Rose <laughs> McGowan. Okay. Um, that was definitely destination focused, but the journey was rocky. <laughs> the Thank you for noticing. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> I aim against smooth. It's mm. good. That's a queer. Am I first again on this one? Oh, yeah. You're always <laughs> first. Always <laughs> first. Okay. This I'm is the a you okay, okay. centered. Um, um, you know what? Marry me or Savino. She's hot. Why not? A Roman Shellsky reunion. Gold. Yeah. Another film in the nineties that probably wouldn't be made now. Problematic, but Mighty Aphrodite. Mighty Aphrodite. Mwah. Yeah. It's a great, great performance. Know, Absolutely. Know, know. And you know what? I was She won an Oscar of, for it. I it's a Woody really, Allen movie. I always wondered, you know, you'd heard the rumors about the Harvey girls, right? So I always thought with Mirrors of you, I was like, Oh my god, I hope she didn't, you know, sleep with Jabba the Hutt to win her Oscar. Yeah. But lo and behold, no. He just ruined her career. Instead, yeah. I so how that's many really women he? She is brave. Marry me. How many more women slept with him? That's like, that's what must be so crazy in Hollywood is all the women who like did sleep with him voluntarily and didn't get anything from it. That's a kind of me too too. Or got something from it. That's also a me too. But it's sure. an us too. It's an us too. But like, this is my thing that must about be, this must be an, a really crazy moment for a lot of people. Yeah. Well, it was crazy at the time too. I'm sure there were plenty of people that knew all the skills only having her come up cause right. Like everyone in that business, in, like, in that industry, in that business knows. But Gretchen Mall has gone on the record and been like, everyone thinks that I like sucked his dick, but I didn't. So <laughs> chill. Yeah. Did you? Really? And not so many words, but she was like. Everyone in the industry, this has plagued me for years. The like rumor that I slept with him didn't happen. Shut the fuck up. Wouldn't she be more famous? That's like a she's a Mira Servino. Mary Mira, I think I, I like would her. probably shoot Rose. I know, wow. I know, I know. Problematic. Wow. 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 Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano. Rose McGowan. Best, Best friend. friend of the show. Nobody show? is more unhirable at this moment. She is not hireable. In the least. No. And we love her for everything <laughs> she's done. God bless. No, don't get me wrong. I kind of listen. We, had listen. To, we don't interrupt people's kills, but that deserved. Ooh. Ooh. Rose McGowan. But go on. No, kill her, please. Like a, like a <laughs> Rose, no big deal. This is 100% I love honest. her. I love yeah, Rose yeah. McGowan. Don't get me wrong. Like, we, I, we I think for studying the Mishima, but I've had it. I've had. This is. This goes maybe perhaps to the fundamentalist of like a. Like maybe a real just guy dude response, but I went with what my privates Ooh. indicated and wanted. What's your little tongue? Bad wanted. work, bad work. She's had some bad work. I just I Alyssa and Milano since she's been helping. on Chumps since Alyssa Milano's been Chumps. Like I had back in the days when I was masking as a straight man Ooh. when I was like you know eight nine o'clock Sorry, I not eight that. eight or nine years old. <laughs> uh, I'd have a poster of Alyssa Milano in my room. I thought maybe Alyssa because Milano, you were so young. Maybe because Aaron. I was so young. But <laughs> Alyssa Milano was gorgeous to me. But Rose McGowan, Rose right, McGowan, sorry, no, go, go, go. thankful she for what she's done. She was beautiful. Now I would say I don't know. 
I would. I think Rose McGowan. I'm very thankful for what she's done. She really was the she, spark that lit she everything gave up ablaze. Everything for you. She died for your sins. You Rose that, McGowan right? is the single most important news story of 2017. Period. By a mile. Amen. Yeah. The fact that after a- I agree, Trump. including but the aftermath and how she's being iced out by the establishment. But no, no, she but she was being iced out long before any of this happened. Do you know what I do? You heard? remember how but long she was labeled? Me too. Even she's remember? not in me too. Right, That's right. what's so crazy. But do you remember how long she has been labeled the crazy white woman? Like yeah, forever and ever. Like she came out with that whole gay man and misogynist. Spiel. Do you remember that? Oh, Who did? Uh, Rose McGowan. Right, right. Well, she's probably right. We well, are. she came out with that whole thing. <laughs> you guys are she was really brutal misogynists. <laughs> but she was really... <laughs> yeah, but that's because we don't put up with shit. Because we're like, oh, Because you're not trying to that. fuck. Yeah. Not, I'm like, no, no, no. Don't pull that on me. Is this right. Do not pull that on me. Don't get cute. Right. That, that's not going to work on me. That's annoying. So is that misogynistic? Oh, yeah. Then I am a fucking misogynist. <laughs> yeah, you are. Wait, that's why you're a lesbian. Because they're not trying to pull cute shit like that on you. And I'm not a misogynist with a lesbian. I'm always like... Like, all right, chill. But sometimes with a lesbian, it gets a little dudish and like they want to fight me. And I'm like, all right, I can't because you are a woman. Right. So I'm not going to hit you. You're a misogynist. Ah! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, if a big enough lesbian took a swing at me, I would probably swing back. You'd have to. Yeah, but she'd have to be like, I'd have to be like, you're a fucking dude. It's cool. Yeah. You know, like. It would not be a dick also, dude, but like a dude. It would be like by consensus also. Like people would be like, yo, that's a dude. I have yeah. to say. I, okay, I'm getting carpet worked into my face. It's like actually really painful. Wait, I want to do another fuck, marry, kill. So yeah. you did Rose McGowan. Um, so, are, so are you sitting on the couch now? Yeah. Is I it more comfortable? To. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marry, sure. kill. By Rose McGowan, yeah. Alyssa Milano, and Mira Savino. Okay, so I'm going to fuck Mira Sorvino because Alyssa. I've loved her since she played a prostitute She's in stunning. Woody Allen's movie. And then I'm going to obviously marry Rose McGowan because I just I want to like be there to like, you know, let her know she has a support at home all the time. And then I'm going to obviously kill Alyssa Milano because um, she's the least compelling of the three to me. Okay, so uh, same deal with Alyssa Milano, not compelling. Um I would fuck Rose because she's probably fucking fun and she deserves to be broken off a piece of something. She's like done good work. And she is going to fucking bring average work banging Coke to the party. Oh, she must party so fucking hard. Her, Her face has both suffered as the result of partying and also has been built up in proportion to how much she partied when she was younger like that's how you know she fucking parties is what she had to do to her face later when somebody is bloated in the face it can mean something medical and it can mean it's like if it's an actress it's fillers to make up for that gauntness of rampant drug abuse in your youth or anyway she's a fucking party man anorexia what i respect a lot about rose mcgowan is that she knew she's a fucking yeah well she knew that her time was limited as an actress mm. so she like diversified and invested in like properties and stuff did she yeah she's a businesswoman who so did uh rose mcgowan i didn't know which is why uh so i f- i followed her while she was still doing interviews with gawker and i i always 
I was always fascinated to see why Gawker always gave Rose McGowan a microphone or a, a platform <laughs> or like reasons to Fucking stand shame. on her career when other shame, people shame, shame. when other people weren't because they were icing her out and I could see it. I was like, why are they silencing her? That's really interesting. And you always have to question, right? Because right. I always thought she was interesting. I always thought like because she's nuts and she said she's so nuts that she just tells the truth right, right. But she's like she's, that's the most a female of trump yeah. but she's the she's messy right? she's trumpy she's trumpy there, she's trumpy she tweets well. it messy, she right? tweets you it you can't get behind it's an her outrage. she does something that you then immediately are gonna not agree with yeah she doesn't like stay in line exactly like that's trump. why i like right. her me too she she's stays a re- out she's of a rebel pocket. she's a rebel yeah and i think she had a really difficult card handed to her and i empathize I think you she's know who's somebody? Into it, though. Rebels don't get jack shit. Like rebels get recognition after the fact. They don't get like money for it. Like being a rebel sucks a dick, but and it means you have look to at eat Monique. shit for a while. Look at the, Monique. What happened with Monique? She oh, doesn't she's work. She's another one that's been uh, like. Why? What'd you say? She, the truth. What'd she you didn't. Say? She didn't do so in the whole Oscars lead up. You do. You know how we talked about with Lester's sort of podcast. It's a pageant. You build up. Lester Brathwaite. Friend of the show, right? Of course. You do a lot. How many listens to the podcast? I don't know if we address <laughs> that to on my the friends. show. It's just like, wow. <laughs> but it, 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 you build, like, you do all these interviews and you do a lot of different things, hoping to lead towards an Oscar. And Monique didn't do that. Mm. She didn't do the interviews. She didn't do the sit but down. She didn't campaign. Like, she didn't campaign for her Oscar. And she demanded she a private away? plane. She I believed to go to the Cannes Film Festival, and like. A bunch she of wasn't stuff. scheduled to go. Yeah. That was the what she was in her contract. It was like, well, if you want me to go, then I'm going to be a real charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent about it. <laughs> and I'm going to make you fly me. As, you know, any strong-willed businesswoman should, if she's the heart of the show and you want her there, fly her there. I mean, she won the Oscar anyway. And, like, it's not even – it's just interesting to me to think now, in light of Me Too, of all the actresses who you don't see. Anymore. Uh, and so, like, Bridget Fonda, for example, maybe she's just really rich, is, like, somebody I think about. Because she was, like, so big when I was, like, in high school in the 90s. There's all those actresses that were... Re- Annabella Shiora was one of them. She was, like, a big fucking star in the making. And then, boom. Right. No no word from her. Um, so, you wonder why people stay away. Like, they look at it and they're like, mm, nah. Like, Renee Zellweger. Like, comes back a little bit in and out, but, like, for the most part, you don't really see Renee Zellweger. And when she reappears and had, like, some work done to her face, people fucking savaged her. Like, I do actually... Tomorrow's the Women's March in New York, and I'm going to go, because then after that, I'm going to a fucking MAGA thing, because I was invited by Mike Cernovich. Quit bragging! No big deal. But, um... Wait. I, I, my heart is with the women's movement. Like, I do... I really do believe. But your penis is with the all right. <laughs> yeah, look at some of those guys. <laughs> I know I have. I uh, ran far, kidding. far away. None of them. None of um, them. Do we have any final fuck, marry, kills? Fuck, marry, kill. Let's do gay edition because we're gay. All right. Um. Okay. Michael, Sam. I'm doing gay athlete. Do you know all the gay <laughs> athletes? Oh, gosh. No. Let's not do this. Okay, Ooh. fine, fine. It's too close like, to home. It's way too close to home. That boundary. is close Especially to home. Especially because I know Michael Sam. I've met him. I'll be like... Mm, so boundary. Okay, we are. I know. Yeah. He's like, he's <laughs> colleagues of my friends. Ooh, yeah, that's true. Boundary, not huh? mine. Uh, I'm just going to go on a limb and say I would fuck, marry, but not kill Michael Sam, depending on who the other two were. 
Um, I'm sure I agree. What's up? No, he's so hot. Mm. He was like the gay football player. Um, okay, so then fuck, marry, kill, Neil Patrick Harris, uh, Perez Hilton, <laughs> and dun, da, 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 Dan Savage. Kill Perez. A hundred percent. Right. That's easy. It's too easy. You know what? I take back Perez. Yeah. Oh. Stop making it so easy. That was too easy. Yeah. Obviously. What about uh, Andy Cohen? Oh. Okay. Andy Cohen, Anderson Cooper. Mm-hmm. Oh. Or. Kathy Griffin. <laughs> Fine. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Please. Fuck yeah. Mary Kill. No. no you yeah. Fuck the Mary Kill. Anderson yeah. Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm gonna be a misogynist when I kill Kathy. Whoa. Yeah. That's a choice you're making. And that, that is your projection, is mate. Correct projection, but a projection. You are too a proven misogynist. Yeah. <laughs> and you may join his club. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I mean, I'm wildly misogynist. I'm not killing her, women. but I am. A violent misogynist. Okay, I'm marrying Kathy Griffin. Because you're a dyke. fucking... <laughs> but she's a comic and I love her. Um, and because I'm a huge lesbian. <laughs> Pussy! Oh, oh my God, I just love her so much. Um, and I would... Uh, I just love how quickly you I get through. I would fuck <laughs> Anderson Cooper... For his sperm, his beautiful sperm. If I had one shot to very sperm, rich, very to ins- rich, sperm myself, I would very sperm rich. myself. Old Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt rich, honey. Vanderbilt rich, honey. You don't talk about who's in the club, but let me tell you, and there were some Vanderbilts in the club. Oh, oh, shit. Where Is was I? Andrea Cooper one of them? No, no, no. But I'll, I'll tell you a funny. I'll tell you a funny story off. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. About okay. Andy Cooper. <laughs> Yo, so I have to kill um, Andy Cohen. Write your turn. Yeah, you don't have to. It's your civic obligation <laughs> to. He's a menace. He's except a m- for he did bring us the housewives. But like all evil geniuses, his time has come. Now let somebody else take it and just. So what would you ugh. do? I'm gonna fuck Andy Cohen because he's the hottest of all of them. Um, and I'm gonna marry. Uh, Kathy Griffin, and mm. I'm going to. You do not care for Cooper. I never care You're for not the a fucking. Head one I don't bit. like that Robert Barron money. I don't fucking like okay. it. I think I stick in Tom's sentiment. I don't know if this is the Sagittarian in me that agrees. Probably. But marry Kathy Griffin. Mm-hmm. You just said you're a misogynist for killing her. You just said no. No, it's the list of evils, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, she I actually really like, like her. I really like her too, yeah. I think she's funny. I think As, she I lost think, her way you, for I a minute. As a gay man marrying a... She humbled like, herself. What may as well be a gay man in <laughs> the body of a woman. Because I feel like that's what Kathy Griffin is. Can you get around the fact that she has a vagina? Well, I don't think I'd have to have sex with her, right? Never once. No, no you're like right. Tiffany Trump's friend. It'd friends. be Lance Bass all over again, oh, right? Okay, I'd be like okay. the little best friend that I'm married to. That I never got over hit the work he had done on his face either. Who, Bass? Yeah. Yeah. Aggressive nose. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, no, so Andy Cohen. I think I'd probably kill Andy but Cohen. But Kathy Griffin, oh, this is why I like her. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Andy yeah. Cohen's, uh, oh, killing. You're fucking Cooper. He's beautiful. Oh, Andy Cohen, I think he's literally fucking hot as balls he's so hot i don't usually go for juice i think it's like a genetic thing where my body can like smell the crohn's disease mine too and it makes my dick so fucking hard every time well because you know what you're (laughs) irish and it's like that's really genetically different so like i also 
think Irish people are right. To be fair, I also am turned on by Andy Cohen's vast wealth. Well, that makes us, that makes you a, a human being. <laughs> yeah. yeah, whereas Anderson Cooper's makes me sick to my stomach. Um, I feel like Jews earn their money because it keeps getting ripped away from their clutches and then they're like, boom, I'm just going to make more. You know, repeatedly throughout uh, history. Yeah, out of spite. I know. We call it spite rich. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to go. We got to jump off. This is getting off the fucking rails. It's so good off the rails. All right, goodbye. Bye. Are you promoting or are you just an athlete that so swims? Not promoting anything. Not promoting anything. Not promoting anything. Out on Hireable Show. Yeah, go visit Omni while you can at his barista job. See He'll make Omni you a lot of baristas. He's going to fly high and free. Omni Fanua. Catch me on Instagram or Twitter. Say it again. A M I N I. F for Freddy. O N for Nancy. U A. Freddy. Kruger. Find him on Instagram. Fonua. Out on Hyrule Show. Seriously. Out of us. us.